Hey, welcome to the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege and what we like about Siege and sometimes what we don't like about Siege. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm Chris. And this is the inaugural episode of the Unrenowned Podcast. So um, I guess to give you a little background on us, we've been playing Siege since closed beta, so day zero, basically. Uh, We play on PC. Um, Anything else you want to add? No, I think that's pretty much it so we're kind of just standard siege players yes (laughs) but we've been there since day zero yeah we've been around for a while so um we're not actually that good at siege like but we're not bad we're not like we're not diamond players we're not like pro streamers or whatever but on a good day we're low gold i think yeah i think if we had a good team with us all the time that was all our level i think we would be probably high gold low platinum so that's our excuse for why we're bad. <laughs> and we we could be better if we were more dedicated and had the right team that was also just as dedicated. Yes. Is that there fair to say? Yeah, okay. that's fair. Okay. So if you're okay with that uh, and you like Siege and you like podcasts, well, you found us, so good job. And keep listening and hopefully it'll be enjoyable. Exactly. There's gold. Not on the way, but it's okay. Gold. No, we're going for platinum. Oh, sorry. Diamond. Um, no, let's take it one step at a time. All right. So, Chris, <laughs> <laughs> let's get on to uh, the news of the week, which is Grim Sky came out. Um, so, it's been out for three days now. Yeah. Came out um, Tuesday. Yeah. So, uh, the operators are uh, Clash and uh what's his maverick. Face? maverick they are new operators and they are out for season pass holders they'll be out for regular uh plebs next <laughs> week <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm one of those plebs yeah so um yeah let's start with the operators yeah so we have um you got her name wrong her name is zombie sorry i yeah i used her uh like her stage name but her true name is zombie because she actually came out of uh a little-known movie called I Am Legend, starring Will Smith. Yeah, so let's start with her. Um, I don't know why we're starting with her, but alphabetical order. So she's got the shield that's kind of like Montaigne, but not at all like Montaigne. <laughs> um, so it protects you, but if somebody knifes you, you're completely screwed. Yeah, so let's just go through her whole loadout real quick, and then we'll talk about her a little bit. So she's okay. got the shield... Um, it's fully glass. So it's a lot of visibility, like mm-hmm. way more visibility than any other shield has had. Obviously she's the first defender with the shield. Um, but she doesn't get a weapon when she has her shield out. So her secondary weapons, she's got kind of a standard pistol. It's a P 10 C and then she's got the SPS MG nine. And so that's a two shot burst SMG, like I guess. Yeah. Um, kind of a PDW type of there weapon. Uh, and then her secondaries are barbed wire and impacts. So that's kind of a standard defensive loadout. Pretty good choices there. And then she's a one speed three armor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people were first expecting when they saw Maver or sorry Clash is that her she'd be kind of like a like fuses shield or something like that where she'd be like a normal riot shield have the pistol out everything right. And it's interesting because it's completely different than what anybody was expecting, and it's cool to see something unique it's different right and so i I don't think i mentioned this but her shield has the electric shock on it right so Mm -hmm. when her shield's up i I, like we're kind of just explaining this as if you didn't know it all because i don't know maybe you're the kind of person that doesn't have as much time to play the game but you want to listen to it and i can totally see that being like the podcast audience but um so when her shield's up she can fire an electric shock which actually has a really long range i think i read that it's like 12 meters i don't know like if that's exactly right but pretty much like down the hall of like hereford base you can shock somebody right yeah it's pretty good it so it slows people down and it seems like it's a pretty good slow it doesn't last for super long the slow wears off pretty quick but if you are chasing someone or you just have one person there and you can slow them down you can easily get another operator behind you to pick up an easy kill right and i think what that's really great for honestly is because she actually is pretty vulnerable as a shield operator um, it's a good way to keep people's distance from you and to um, 
kind of be able to escape a bad situation. So so what's different about her is that she has kind of the full shield like a Montaigne, but if you melee her, it goes to the side just as if she was like a blitz or a fuse. Yeah. Or any <clears throat> any sort of like ashes um what are those called? Breach charge or reaching round. Right. Explosives. Yeah. Anything just completely tears it apart. Yeah. So um so I'm gonna say like I don't know that she's really that good or that she will really be that useful in her current like state. Um certainly she's brand new and like not even all the players have access to her yet. Um I should mention by the way, so we've we've played technicals test server and we got a lot of uh kind of intel on the operators that way, and then I've been playing them as it came out. Um so yeah, I just I don't like I obviously again, we're gonna have to have more players get their hands on her and um, you know, kind of see where she goes with pro league or high ranked players, you know, and and see what they can do with her, especially like with a coordinated team. I think that's where she'll really shine. Um, but I'm just not convinced that she's going to be that good. Yeah, I think we've seen as uh, this the it's the coordinated thing. It's like a Montaigne. You can't have an uncoordinated team without Mike's using Montaigne. It just doesn't work. Right. And so it's, she's kind of like that. She's a good time waster for sure. You can waste lots of time with the offense just messing with her because first of all, she's new, so they see her and they want to kill her. I don't know why. Right. right. Um. But that, I think that's kind of one of her things she has going right now. She wastes a good chunk of time, and that is vital when you're playing ranked play. Yeah, so so I'll say the two rounds that I felt like I had moderate success with her was um, there was that one round on the clubhouse. We were defending bedroom, and we kind of locked down Zofia and somebody else um, on on one over like in cash room and just basically they're focused on me as clash and you kind of trying to kill them or just, you know, keep them down. So we kept them busy for a minute and a half, two minutes, yeah, which is a long time. I think we were in casual, so it didn't actually matter. Yeah. But if it had been a ranked game, uh, that would make a big difference. We ended up losing that round, I think, because our team just got killed behind us. But um, so there was that. And then the other one where I had some success was it was down to a two on four. We were obviously defending. Um, and... Uh, I kind of just like went up to like, I kind of just like peeked people and let them like shoot at me and kind of shocked them back until they had to reload. And then I would just like switch weapons and go kill them real quick. And so I did that with two people and then we kind of just bullied the last two with me and the other guy. Um, And we ended up winning that, but like, I just, I didn't feel like that was because Clash was good or because I played Clash well. I felt like that was just because the other team was playing poorly. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I mean, especially a 4v2, they could have easily killed you if they were, like, focused, if they were playing it right. That's the thing. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. So, I'll be really interested to see where she goes. Um, It's just funny because, like, going into this just with the teasers that we had and stuff, I would have said that Clash would be the the standout and Maverick was going to be kind of an eh, but I think it's kind of going the other way. Yeah. And then the hard thing with clash is she's a lot. So she is a lot like Montaigne. Just the hard thing with it is even Montaigne is it requires a lot of communication and trusting in your team. Like for as clash, you can't see who's behind you and you don't know what way they want you to go. So it takes a lot of information on the teammate behind clash to tell clash exactly what to do. And a lot of trust from clash to, just follow their command, even though she sees whatever she sees. And that Wait, is, are you saying you don't trust randos and casual? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. <laughs> you, dude, come on. You're bad. Um, but no, that's, that's what I, even, I mean, even squad mates, sometimes like you tell your squad mate, do something, they don't do it. And so it's like, Oh, like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a common problem that we run into frequently. Oh, all the time. Well, that's cause my ideas are better. All right. Um, but yeah, so like I'll be interested to see if if like she really comes out as as being something cool. I, like I was expecting her to be more like a Montaigne, where mm-hmm. she like can like, hold so, the doorway. So what I was envisioning, yeah, was that she would like be solid like Montaigne, be able to like block a doorway or block an entrance, and then like kind of if you walked up to her or like got too close, then she could like shock you. Not that she would shock you from like ten meters away, but that like if you just got too aggressive, she would be able to like shock you and stun you a little bit. And she would just kind of hold that and have the glass to have a ton of vision for the defenders to see. Yeah. One thing we didn't mention, the shock does three damage each hit. And so it's not it's not a lot. And we tested planting while she was defending. 
And while getting shocked the whole time, I think my health was still like 82. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we were trying to test if she would interrupt a plant, and she doesn't. Um, and then, yeah, so I just, I shocked through the whole duration of your plant, and you finished with 82 damage. I think we had the plant shortened to five seconds, which has seven, so it would be oh, a little bit true. more than that. But the point is, it does virtually no damage. Yeah. Um, even, like, I've, I was electrifying a downed guy, and it took me probably close to two seconds to kill him so so yeah like the the shock for sure it's it's a it's a defense it's not it's not an attack yeah that's clash zombie that's zombie so maverick uh let's break down his loadout real quick so he's got the ar-15 uh is that 50 caliber is that what that says i think so that's strange um and so that's a single shot uh DMR, I think it's got like 12 rounds per mag. Yeah. Which is like nothing. It's like glass status, which. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then he's got the M4, which is an uh, automatic weapon. It's really good, really precise. Um, 1911 TAC Ops is secondary, is just kind of a standard pistol. Secondary gadgets are smoke grenade and claymore. And then he's a three speed, one armor. Um, and then his main gadget is the blowtorch that can kind of just burn holes through. Uh, everything through everything yeah he's he's cool um his guns first of all i use the ar-15 it's cool it's a nice dmr but i i favor automatic weapons a lot more in siege if it's not like glass's sniper rifle that can really tear someone apart in one hit um it's the automatic guns that always get that random headshot totally it gets the win <clears throat> totally um yeah so i don't know like I like I so Maverick what what I like about him is that he's super interesting in that he's a new hard breacher that's very different from our current hard breacher so like Mm -hmm. you know I've been thinking for a while like we're gonna get a new hard breacher soon in one of these next um, patches and I was kind of thinking like I don't know what else they could really do with the hard breacher I think they'll basically just give us like a slightly altered version of thermite with kind of different guns or maybe like a a faster thing but a smaller hole or something like that you know like maybe to counter the bandit trick it's a faster burn but a smaller hole um but he's totally different yeah right like i was was thinking it was going to be like a zofia to an ash but no he's like fresh and that's cool yeah it's it's completely new which is going to be interesting to see meta evolve with maverick and i don't think we've really seen him so far i think i think he'll his metal evolve will start being really good um especially in pro league we'll see some of the strategies they use but so far we haven't really seen a maverick like do something spectacular right and and to be fair i haven't been like hunting down like top ranked players to see what they're doing with these operators um but i do think that maverick more is the kind of guy that he's going to be really interesting a high level play um yeah. The, the, what's weird about him, though, is that, like he is a hard breacher, but I wouldn't ever consider him as like, OK, we've brought a hard breacher. You know no. what I mean? Like you're you're just not going to open holes to enter with Maverick. Yeah, I think you're always going to need Thermite or Habana to do something. But I think Maverick, we've so we've seen the what do we call it? The Blackbeard and Maverick combo, the Blackrick. Black yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> So we've seen that, and then I we recently on the subreddit someone posted uh, Blackbeard and Maverick combo, just a small little hole and Blackbeard shield right in the hole. Nothing they can do about it. I think that's one of the cool strategies that we see with him, and I think he might be really good to use as someone flanking the other side, just getting the other reinforcements as Thermite hits the main reinforcements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, um, I think he'll pair really well with Glaz, especially since he does have smokes. Um, you know, he can open those tiny holes for glass to shoot through from a distance. Um, and then I think he'll be great for countering bandit tricks. Right. So, oh yeah, you just open up the, the bottom of the thing and bandit can't get close enough to do it. And then the, then the trick is how does your thermite open it? So I guess you could, what I would do, I think is like, so let's say we're on like chalet attacking the garage. Yeah. I think I would kind of open maybe like a little bit to the sides of of the garage and kind of leave the center closed. Yeah. So then like 
either bandit's already in the center and you know exactly where he is and you can do something about it or like he has to cross those those little slits to be able to plant the thing so i think like little tricks like that will go a long way so that'll be interesting to see what's hard is, is that like when we were playing the technical test server we played almost exclusively on hereford because we just wanted to get a feel for that map mm-hmm. um so that was a little bit of like not really knowing what we were doing in the first place. And then when we started playing these guys um, on the live servers, we got like uh, cafe like three times in a row. And True. then, and then we played casual and got a bunch yeah. of unranked maps. So yeah. it's like, okay. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like we don't have a good read on them yet. No, that's true. I think, I mean, with every operator, I think it's going to be a lot of teamwork and then good communication and a smart player, not just wanting to like hey new players they get a new operator they just want to use the ability all the time that's just what they want to do yeah 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 so right now we're seeing a ton of clashes like just go everywhere being alone all the time just using their ability maverick i think right now too making stupid holes so when it's more of like a ranked play thinking about it i'm choosing maverick for this reason i think we'll start seeing some really cool plays happen yeah so i think the jury's still out on both these these operators uh, anything else you want to bring up before we move on to Hereford Base? No, I think that's it. I, they're good operators. It's they're unique. It's interesting. They are unique for it's sure. Be fun. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to see where they go. And I I do think that um, Maverick is just set up to be a great fragger, right? Yeah. With his with his gun and and his claymore and the smoke and yep. uh, the three speed. Like he's he's yep. gonna be popular. Yeah, I, three speed. That's a big thing. Totally. He's gonna be a good operator. He so Hereford base. So it's been totally reworked. It's basically a new map. Like you, like it's, it's vaguely familiar in certain spots, but it's really a brand new map. Um, so yeah. the original Hereford base was one of my favorites, partly because it was one of the three that was in the closed beta. So we played those maps a ton. We probably got what, 30 to 40 hours in on the closed beta. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Over like, six days or something that it was yeah. although like 20 hours that time was probably sitting in lobbies waiting to be together in the squad and find <laughs> yeah. a match yeah <laughs> one day kids will tell you stories of closed beta <clears throat> that was fun it was fun um but yeah i used to i loved hereford originally and then they broke it yeah so so okay this is an interesting history for you guys so hereford um i mean it had its problems I think to begin with, just because it's got that one staircase that's mm-hmm. like, it's makes it really tough to move around once, like once the attackers are in. Um, but previously the, the time to spot a defender when they ran outside was four or five seconds, five seconds, five seconds. So that's more than double what it is now. Cause now it's two. Mm-hmm. So, that made it so that you could very easily flank using those exterior stairs for either going from second to third floor or vice versa, or even basement. like, yeah, you could even come out the basement and like, you wouldn't be like, you couldn't make it up to third floor probably, Mm-mm. but you could go up the stairs and get into the second floor. Yeah, before you might you were get spotted. spotted like for a second, but you could easily go from second floor, like vault over and get and into get, the basement. Oh yeah, if you totally. To. Yeah. I, I have easy. like highlight clips of like jumping down there and killing people and running back into the door before I was spotted. Yeah. So like, like that that was like why i hated that change like i i think it's good for the game overall it is but it totally broke hereford and like hereford was one of my favorite maps at the time yeah i think i think it was okay i think it was a good trade-off i don't think they even thought like this is gonna break hereford at all when they did that no it wasn't even i didn't think like oh that's gonna break hereford but when it happened it was kind of sad but it made a lot of sense it was a good change to happen Oh, absolutely um, but yeah, all that said, like, I'm super going to miss the old Hereford base and I hope they find a way to kind of weave that back into the game somehow, if it's, whether it's just in casual or, um, like even just in custom games or something like, I, cause I love that yeah. map, <clears throat> but new Hereford is pretty cool. Um, overall, my feelings on it are positive so far. Yeah. I like it a ton. It feels balanced. I don't feel like I've had like a defense where I'm like, Oh, a defense is OP or vice versa i love the third floor so much the third floor is super cool oh i just love the giant open area like you can get long sights you can it's easy to defend it's easy to attack yeah so should we just do this floor by floor let's just kind of work our way through so so the top floor um it's basically totally different i'm trying to think if i can even like think of any similarities to the original not really no there's stairs i I mean (laughs) vaguely i think that was it a site that was kind of that like that corner room 
Yeah, the tiny little room. Like if you come up the stairs, it was on your left. Was that A side oh, before? Or I, was don't that remember. B? I don't remember. I remember if it was A or B. But anyway, when you when you, like on the old one, you come up the stairs in that room to your left that was a bomb site, and the hostage I think was also in there. Mm-hmm. Um, that is vaguely still there. Like there's still a room that's that's kind of right there, kind of like that. But other than that, it's basically just like it's kind of like an open warehouse. Yeah. Um, and and there's there's like some like kind of squared off rooms a little bit, but it's just like wide open. And it's cool. Like, I don't feel like there's any other map in Siege that has something like that. No, that wide open. Maybe, like, the bakery and cafe is kind of a little open like that, but yeah, it's not maybe. as big. maybe. But I, th- I think the difference here and what's cool about it is that there's not that many sight lines from the outside, right? So, like, the bakery on cafe, there's the door and there's three windows on yeah. it. Plus, like, you can open up stuff from, like, the little kitchen area and everything. Yeah. But this sure. one, like, there's hardly any windows that actually go into the room. Yeah. Um, and then there's like the one door and then the stairs, of course. So like, it's just, you have to be in there really to fight. Um, and that's, what's cool about it. Like, it feels like a paintball field. I, yeah, I was, I was just thinking, I was thinking airsoft, like an indoor airsoft field. That's, it does feel like that. Totally, it's just, it's yeah. Fun. Like it's wide open, like almost like a sports field yeah. with just like bunkers placed around that you can take cover behind. And like, I think that's a, such a cool feeling that we've never really seen in siege. Oh yeah. I think it's, it's going to have a whole new meta going into attacking a third floor like that. Like there's going to be none of this. Like, let me throw a frag in this corner. Cause there's somebody always there. Like, it's just, it's different. Yeah. It's, I think, I think cool. it's going to be the kind of thing where it's like, you'll see, especially at higher levels, you'll see a lot of like coordinated pushes at like a bunch of angles at once. So it'll go from like going very slowly, very slowly to all of a sudden, like all the action happens in like a matter of seconds. Yeah. And then it's just whoever wins the gunfights wins the match. Yeah. So that that's cool. Yeah, that's what's cool about the big open room is it's like you're kind of on the same gunfight, but you're not at all. Right. Like you're fighting three different guys from three different angles, but right. you're all right next to each other in the yeah. same room. Yeah. You can hear it. And what else is cool is it like it makes for interesting to use of some of the gadgets like with uh, like all the camera gadgets basically become more useful. Mm-hmm. Um, Maestro's black eyes. I mean, you can cover a whole bunch of uh, entrances with those. And do those have a range on them? Uh, I want to say it's unlimited. I think it is. I, yeah, I can't think I of a time I... where I haven't been able to hit somebody with it. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, but um, so yeah, like I think that one's gonna be really fun to see because I think it's just different than what we've seen before. Yeah, it's fun. It's really good. Second floor. I don't even feel like I played on the second floor that much. I've definitely played it. I just don't have a grasp for it yet. Yeah. It's like, uh, it feels a little bit like. I almost want to say organs like bedrooms where yeah. it's just kind of like a little bit yeah. mazy. Yeah. Confusing. Yeah. And like organs, bedrooms, I mean, it's, it's really just one hall connected to bedrooms, but like, yeah. I feel like it's sort of like that, but kind of winds back on itself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this is one that's like basically totally different from before. Oh yeah. I, again, like no similarities there. Yeah. Um, I, th- what I, I think where I get confused with this one and probably the first floor too is the second set of stairs. Yeah, because I think I always see it and I just kind of think it's the first set of stairs and I get myself turned around. Right, right. Yeah, I, 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 I just can't. I haven't been able to. I think because they both look similar because they're both just kind of the switchback idea. Yeah. And then like there just aren't differentiating like visuals to them you know like on most maps it's like okay well these are the square stairs these are the switchback stairs these are like the spiral stairs or yeah. like these are yellow stairs and these are red and they probably do have different colors and i just haven't really picked up on that yet yeah but i think part of the thing is too we haven't played been able to play that in a ranked match yet. yeah that's true because we've played ranked and we just did it was like cafe three times in a row yeah and then when we do the was it called like the um where you can only play Hereford. Yeah, the, I don't freaking know, man. Called, like, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't make find these out words like up. creative, not creative. Yeah, it's, it's like, like um, it's explore or something like that. Oh, and the podcast is yelling at us right now. They know exactly well <laughs> the podcast audience. Oh, it's gonna bug the heck out of me. I'm so sorry. It's alright. Um, no, anyway. So when you pl- when you played just Hereford though, discover, discover. There you go, yeah, discover. discovery or something like that. Um, so when you're playing just Hereford, it doesn't let you choose spawns. And so it's hard to like, understand like where right. I am like to choose, like, I want to try playing this floor now. Yeah. So this is like, this is actually like one of the biggest gripes we have about casual versus ranked. And we'll probably get into this in more detail at some point, but like if casual is supposed to be a place to learn the maps, then I don't understand why voting for your spawn isn't there. 
um, both on attacking and defense. Like it just seems like you can learn much better if you have some influence over where you're going to be. And like, you, you know what to expect and you can kind of do the same one a few times in a row and like figure it out. Um, in fact, I have a whole video about this on my YouTube channel. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've written like six posts about this long persuasive essays that I've gotten some traction. Yeah. I'll, I'll even, I'll link to my video in the comments if you're interested, but, or not in the comments, but in the, uh, show notes anyway. Um, but yeah, so like, I feel like that's kind of impeding our, our learning of Hereford a little bit. Yeah. So second floor, honestly, I really don't have that many opinions on, but down to the first floor, I think the first floor is pretty cool. It is. It's cool. It has a lot of similarities too. Yes. Actually. That, that one feels one much closest. more similar. Um, so it still has the garage. It's a little bit more open and there's like more ways out of it. Yeah. There's no more ladder down to the basement, which is kind of sad. I really liked that area yeah, before. It's fun. Um, and then like the opposite side of the garage is still fairly similar. Yep. Um, it's, it's a little bit different, but um, pretty close. More entries over there, I think. Um, but they've, they've gotten rid of like the soft walls that come right into the, right into the objective. Yeah. I think the, where it changes a lot is out towards the main door. Cause they've expanded that. They've pushed it further back. And so the main door isn't anymore where like you hit that main door, you can see all the way into the stairs. It's like kind of, it's been rotated now. So it's on the side. Yeah. You have to like walk in to get inside the building then walk in to see the stairs. Yeah. So I think that was really one of the problems the map had before was that once kind of they secure, the attackers would secure that main hallway, either with like a glass or like, Mm -hmm. or just having people posted up on like the first doors there. Like it just became impossible to cross and to like, to move around. Yeah. Um, And so now, like you're saying, now that the door is like, you can't just be safe outside doing that. You have to come inside and then you can kind of get flanked if they open up the right um, rotation holes and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that solves a lot of Hereford's problems on the first floor. So that's really good. Yeah. I also really like the, uh, the little, I think it's on the South. Which way is the front door? I don't know. So, okay. So, so there's like a little hallway on the back, on the back side. side. Yep. And it has the soft walls that are just going to be reinforced every time, but it's got the hallway that just comes out with a door on either end and it just kind of goes right into the objectives. And like, it's fun. It's a fun spot to play. Yeah. It's a good hallway. I, in the technical test where I would sit there because every time without fail Maverick would come there. So I just sit there and wait for him to start making a hole yeah, and kill him. Yeah, yeah. It was so fun. And isn't there a hatch that drops down into that hall too? So, so this is another thing know. about the map is like, there are a ton of hatches now they're all over the place. Mm-hmm. And like, I haven't been able to keep track of them, but like when I have been able to like map one together for between floors in my head, like I've had some pretty good flanks with that. Like, I don't yeah. know if you remember that one where I was Meister and I just like, I opened it with my little shotgun pistol and dropped down and like wrecked like three guys in a one on five. Like <laughs> I don't remember that, but that <laughs> was, sounds awesome. It was sick. Like it was so cool. But yeah, I think hatches are super fun. So it's cool that there's like more mobility that way. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's been a good remake of the map for sure. For the first floor, it's been similar, but at the same time, just little tweaks. And it's made it so much better. Yeah, that's that's definitely the one where I feel the most comfortable. Yeah. Like, I, I don't feel lost all the time. And so that is, like, very appreciated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and moving on to basement. Basement, I also feel kind of comfortable at this point. Because I feel like we've played it We have played it a, a lot. lot. People like to pick basements. Yeah, but we didn't... It didn't oh, I guess that's true. It was randomly but, picked. But random Somehow, likes to pick basements. basements. Yeah. Random spawns, am I right? Yeah, but basement, I feel like, is... It's not really that similar, like, at all, but I have a good grasp on it. It's, it's pretty simple. I, th- I think it's just simple. Yeah. yeah like, it, there's, it there's kind of, like, the main hall, which is very small, and then mm-hmm. there's just kind of rooms that go off of that, and then the entry points, right? Yeah. So, like, I think just the fact that it's simple makes it good. Um, the other thing I've noticed, too, with, with this new Hereford is that it seems like all the objectives are slightly separated. So, like, on a lot of maps, like, the objectives are just kind of one room apart, and you can, you can open a wall between them. But on Hereford, like, every single one it has, like, a hallway between the two objectives. Yeah. Which makes it, like... The whole map's in play. Yeah. Like, it's cool. Yeah. Because uh, you can't just kind of, like, hold from one spot both objectives. Yeah. It's, it's, it is interesting on the basement now because there's two main areas that people can hard breach into. They'll get those reinforcements on every time and they will hard reach into pretty much every time. Right. And they can choose if they want to do like a two, three or they want to just all push one side. 
but you can't just defend like one wall anymore at all. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, we have two hard reinforced walls that we have to defend. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. And, and I also like how um, it gives the defenders a lot more move, room to move around. The old basement was like, like you would try to stop them from breaching, um, you know, some of those, those walls. And then once they did, you just kind of had to fall back into even into just like a really unsafe corner or like yeah. back into the objective and just kind of hope that they wouldn't plant a, like from that stupid door. Yep. So like, there's definitely just like there's just more mobility overall it, it basically my point is that the map designers understand siege a lot more than they did two yeah. and a half years ago for sure so I, that good. makes for a better map they did a really good job yeah i'm pretty impressed yeah i'm i'm i love the new hereford i'll say that um yeah and i'm excited to to like learn it a lot better yeah i i get excited to play it like yacht i was excited to play it first and then I hated it. Yacht's a bad map. And favelas. If you like Yacht, you're bad. Um. Anyway, so that's a wrap up for the podcast. Just kidding. <laughs> they actually it. No. Um. So some of the uh, like more minor stuff in the in the patch. There's a consulate map buff. All I really want to say about this is like, this is a dumb thing to call a map buff. <laughs> so like, okay, so the so the previous map buff, right? In quotations was uh the clubhouse changes which the clubhouse changes are significant right like they added whole rooms they uh took out ceiling hatches they um they added like new stairways down to the basement like it's way different okay so that's what they established is like okay this is a map buff then they like were very specific to like differentiate that from a map rework, which was what Hereford was. And I get that. Okay. Yeah. Like Hereford is definitely a much bigger change than anything that was on uh, clubhouse. Um, but then they come and call consulate a map buff. And like, this is basically just like a tweak to prevent spawn peaking. Yeah. Like that's all it is. Oh, they added a fourth bomb site. Okay. So I'll give them that. They added a fourth bomb site, but that fourth bomb site seems like it's going to be awful. Because it's multi-level. Yeah, it's going to be a hard one to defend. And on, that's going to be a hard one to defend. Yeah, like, I I just don't even know if that is going to be picked. Like, it certainly won't be anybody's first choice. Um, So, I, I guess I guess I'll give him the map buff on that a little bit. But I do, I do think that that will be the least impactful change that they made of, like, of all these changes. And the other two were just, like, spawn peak tweaks. Yeah, it's more of a tweak. That's what it is. And it's good because the... Spawn killing was starting to get kind of ridiculous on consulate. Yeah, it is. It's been pretty bad. So, um, yeah. Anyway, that's consulate. Um, I haven't played it yet, so I really shouldn't bag on it so hard. But, um, that's what I think about it. <laughs> uh, then we got moving on to the patch notes, two-step verification for ranked. That's not in yet. Um, I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really know what it's supposed to do. Like, is it is it just to protect your account? Is that what it is? Is it like? Well, they were saying it's something to prevent cheating. Yeah. I, I don't know if like people just, are letting cheaters use their accounts or something to boost them. Or is it just because like they're they think cheaters aren't gonna use like two step verification to verify an account? Like, I, well, I guess because if you're gonna use a phone number, like now they got you. Like you can't. You have to get another phone number to make another account. You're kind I of. Yes. Yeah. That does kind of work. Okay, actually. that makes sense. If they, that's yeah, good. if they can associate you with a particular device, I guess. Anyway. Yeah. That's boring. Yeah. So Thatcher uh, had a pretty significant nerf. His EMP grenades mm. will no longer disable cameras. I mean, destroy cameras. It'll disable instead. So I'm a Thatcher main, uh, and this sucks. Like so, Thatcher was was nerfed um, probably like a year ago now, uh, where they maybe even more than that. More than that, but yeah, I was I was still there. Um, yeah, so he was nerfed where they decreased the range of his EMPs, um, and that was like really sad uh, because like you used to be able to, like with a well placed EMP you could take out like three cameras at once like on different floors and that was like always super cool, um, but that made sense. And did did they go from three, four to three EMPs too, or is that my imagination? No, I think it was always three. Always three, but it was like twelve meters to eight meters or something. Yeah, so it was a pretty significant nerf on the range. Um, but this, I just don't feel like is needed. Like a lot of the gadgets they've introduced recently, his EMP hasn't affected already. So it's kind of like, why do you have to kick him in the balls when he's already like? <laughs> 
<laughs> you the, know? It, well, the thing that's nice about it is it, now it's like consistent through everything like before. So it would disable uh, black eyes and it would disable temporarily Echo's drone, but it would completely destroy. I'm sorry, black eyes? No, no, black eyes. Black eyes were destroyed. Disables. What's the maestro's thing called? Oh, wait, sorry. Black eyes are... Evil eye. Evil eyes are disabled. Black eyes are destroyed. Yeah, so black eyes were destroyed along with regular cameras, but then evil eyes and Echo's drone were just disabled. And so it was like, I don't know what my MP is doing. uh, Also, the bulletproof cams are only disabled. Oh, that as well. So it was was hard to know. Like, I don't know what it's doing. Why isn't it doing the same thing? So now at least it's consistent through That's true. And that's something that I have, like, complaints with as I add more and more operators. They're like they keep coming up with these like complicated interactions that like are specific to one operator interacting with another. And it's like, okay, how, like if I'm a new player coming into this at this point, like how am I supposed to know that like echo isn't affected by Doka B's thing, you know, like, like how am I supposed to know like all these intricate interactions, like that only count for a single operator against another single operator. So I, I do like that, I guess like in principle that it's consistent, but it sucks, uh, but it sucks. Like, it's made Thatcher like a lot. He's he's not as good as he used to be. That's for sure. Right. I, like, I feel like at least regular security cams should continue to be disabled by it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and I've noticed or too. Destroyed, like, I mean, as these new operators have been coming out, like you got Echo. Um, then you have the bulletproof cams. You have Maestro. You have Valkyrie regular cams aren't even getting shot at anymore like outside it's true it's like a quarter of the time my team shoots them i'm getting spotted i'm like what the freak yeah people are ignoring regular cams now it's funny it's nice because they're in good spots like all the time they're placed in the best spot they really are um but yeah so anyway that's just a thatcher main whining um and they have said that they're doing kind of a big rework with thatcher to make him less binary i guess which like I don't know. I kind of like him being simple and I don't think that we need to overcomplicate him. Like he, he just throws the MPs like, yeah, I don't know. Um, we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what they do and then I'll complain about it later on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, let's see. I'm just kind of scrolling through patch notes here. They did the, uh, the weapon site misalignment fix, which is cool. I love that. That's, I think that's the highlight of the patch for me. I mean, the new operators, new, map is super cool but i love this site realignment because it changes like everything every single map every single operator you play is completely different now because your sites are accurate they're on and so like i feel like now when i get killed i'm instead of being like a oh, freaking lucky shot i'm like okay maybe it was a lucky shot but at least i know his site was actually on my head yeah it wasn't like rng gun. luck it was like he happened to snap to the right spot luck yeah yeah uh other like other like quality of life changes uh idle operator pick so now if you're gone oh. it'll select a random operator for you it'd be nice if like they did some kind of logic where it's like oh just pick their like most played operator that's still available yeah. or if they let you like set up like a list of like these like, are my the top, top five or whatever yeah top five there you go like that's that'd fine. be cool but but hey like at least i won't be recruit and honestly yeah. like i play pretty much every operator anyway so that's fine yeah that was a long time coming that was a good that was good yeah. I've had it a couple of times here. I'm like, I don't really know what I want to be. I just let it. And so you just let me. it go random. Yeah. It's nice. Um, and then they've added like text mute for PC and like a little bit more control over how and who you mute. So that's cool. Um, so let's talk about the ranked uh, playlist a little bit just because that's been updated. So I guess the only thing is that they've added in Hereford, right? There's no other differences there. Yeah. So I guess just overall, what are your feelings on the maps in ranked? I like every single map that's in ranked right now. Um, theme park, I'm still kind of shaky on like the other side of the train. I'll say um, theme park is the one that I really don't like and I wish they would take out. Okay. Fair. It's my least favorite out of all of them. Yeah. And I don't know if there's another one I would add instead. Maybe canal. Maybe. Um, but like, I'd be totally fine with just having the 11 minus theme yeah, park for sure. Um, I am still sad that house is not in ranked. I understand. Yeah, like I get it. I get it completely, but I freaking love house. I, I want, I just want to play house where I can pick my spawn. That's my problem. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like that's what's, that's what's really frustrating about this is like the best way to play this game is in ranked. Like just 
just hands down, like not even about like, Oh, it's more competitive or like the, the round timers are better, but I mean, those are big factors too, but just that you can choose where you spawn because this game is based on strategy around operators with special abilities. And some of those abilities are more effective in certain spots than others. Like it's just a fact. Right. And so like, it's it's a shame that these other maps that are still fun, House, Plain, Canal, and some people like the other maps, but they're weird. Um, like they become less fun to play because it's a worse version of the game, you know? Yeah. We'll go into this more at some point. Like we really want to do like our personal map ranking on a podcast, but just kind of our quick thoughts on on that right now so you can argue with us. Yeah, I... Bank, I think, is always a map that I just... I love Bank. I love playing Bank. I, I, li- I do like these maps. Like, looking at the list, I like the maps that are right now on the ranked... Oh, yeah. The ranked playlist is, they're is fun. pretty good right now, especially since they took out um, Tower. Uh, oh, that map is season. so bad. Yeah, Tower is bad. But anyway, so that's uh, Grim Sky. Um, it's a good patch. Yeah, so far so good, right? And I don't, I haven't heard of any like major bugs that have been introduced yet. I'm sure somebody mm-hmm. will find some stupid exploit that'll be there for four weeks before anybody touches it. But, but yeah, this is good. It's a good patch. It seems pretty balanced right now. Like I don't think, I mean, it, like Clash seems a little weak right now. Um, but I don't think that any major steps are going to need to be taken to like we need to balance the heck out of these operators because. Yeah, and honestly, that's like a much better place to be. And I feel like, like I would rather have the operators come in and be a little bit underwhelming, um, and just get like kind of some incremental boosts, yeah, than like freaking Lion and Finca coming in and just breaking the game, you know? Yeah, like, come on, how did you not know that a wall hack operator was going to be broken? Yeah, but it's it's so much better. Like instead of like you want to buy these operators for money because they're so good. So pay money and win the game. But instead, like you're going to have to learn these operators because they can be good, but you're going to have to learn it. Yeah. So that's cool. All right. So shall we move on to Reddit post of the podcast? Oh yes. Okay. So this is a segment we want to do every podcast is we'll just pick a Reddit post, maybe even two or three, depending on kind of what we find. Um, but we'll just pick a Reddit post from, uh, r slash is it rainbow six? Yeah. Yeah. R slash rainbow six and, uh, kind of, talk about what we think about it um so actually like i guess to go into this a little deeper like one of the reasons i've wanted to do podcasts for a long time was because as the game has got bigger and more popular like the subreddit has kind of gotten worse i feel like in my opinion so like li- like we said we we started playing this game in closed beta and so like back then like i don't know there was like maybe a thousand people on the sub yeah and so like you would post something that was like interesting discussion and actual interesting discussion would happen. And like, and you know, we would talk about the game and what they could do to make it better and all this stuff. Whereas now, like not that it's bad, but it's just like flooded with like gameplay clips, um, like art and like animations and stuff. It's like, every time I go on there, it's like, here's a new operator icon animation. I'm like, yes, I don't freaking care. Oh my gosh. I wish, I I wish they had a subreddit called our rainbow six art or something like that. Like rainbow six right now. I'm looking at it. The top five are creative and just another drawing of frost, another drawing of doc. Right. And and again, like, like that stuff is super cool. It's cool. But frankly, like it's all this, it's all like, it's the same thing. It, yeah, like I didn't want to say the same thing, but but that's like it's all there's there's nothing more to gain from it at this point, right? Like we've we've yeah. seen it all. Um, like honestly, I think that the solution would be like they should just do like an an art Friday or something, and like on Fridays you can come and post your art and your stuff like that, or like a, a game clips Tuesday or whatever, so that the sub could have a little bit more, just like actually talking about the game. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of one of the reasons that I've wanted to do the podcast for so long is because I've been missing like opportunities to actually discuss the game, um, at at a like less than surface level or greater than surface level, I guess. So yeah, what we want to do is we just want to pick a, a Reddit post each podcast and just kind of talk about it. Basically we we can even go through some of the comments and break down like if we agree or not and, and what we think that that they should do regarding whatever the thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so if you see one that you think we should talk about, go ahead and tag us in it on Reddit. Um, so I am RD fiasco. Um, so just 
at me on Reddit. And, and then, then uh, mine's just hello with three O's. So J U S T H E L L O O O. Yeah. So I guess it's not at me, but slash you me on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> you me on Reddit, man. Yeah. You me on Reddit. Uh, okay. So the one we want to talk about today is called a feature. I feel is missing in siege TK forgiveness um, by our, our occurred. Uh, so we'll, we'll link it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, so basically he's suggesting that you should be able to choose to punish or or forgive a, a player after a team kill. Yeah. So let me say this idea is not original at all. Halo's been doing this for forever. Yeah. yeah Ever since this is not remember. an original idea. Um, but it's new to Siege. I don't know why they haven't implemented it yet, but it would be great. Yeah, totally. And like that's a little bit of one of my frustrations with Siege is like, I feel like Siege has problems that the gaming like gaming developers had solved like 15 years ago, you know, and it's like, why does Siege have like this this problem that has a common solution, you know, or, or various solutions and you haven't tried to apply any solutions to it, you know, and so like the auto kick is just kind of dumb and how easy it is to TK people in siege. Like yeah. it's one shot, you know, and like yep. people are strafing around all the time and like holding small doorways and hallways. And it's like, all it takes is for your teammate to strafe across your bullet trail. And like that happens frequently, like team yeah. kills are not uncommon. So to have it happen twice in a match, especially if a match goes long, like nine rounds, like that can happen easily. And like, there's no way for your teammate to say, Hey, he didn't mean to do that. That wasn't his fault. Yeah, it sucks. And there's, I mean, too, you can accidentally, like, like I've seen at the beginning of the round, like you're trying to shoot a drone or something, you accidentally kill a teammate or you impact grenade a wall and kill someone on accident. Like, I can see people being like, oh, it was an intentional, like, just because they hate the guy and it wasn't. Yeah, pe- people will abuse it. It wouldn't matter because right now, as it goes, is once you hit your second team kill, you're kicked automatically. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, so, so all we're doing is giving, like, good players or, like, at least squads the chance to like not punish themselves and their teammate because of an accidental team kill. Like people will still troll with it. And like, so like, like this one time I was playing Halo four, uh, is a good story. And so like I was, uh, I was in a mantis, right? So in Halo four, there's like, um, like a, what do you call it? Like a mech, like a, basically a chicken walker from star Wars. Right? Yeah. There you go. Um, and so, so I was in the mantis and big team battle and like, I was dominating. Like I, I was probably like, I don't think I think I was in the mantis the whole game, so I was probably like twenty and zero, like just completely dominating and like winning the game for our team. And like I'm trying to remember the exact situation, but basically like uh, I was like fighting. I think I was like fighting another mantis or something, and like this warthog came, like a, like a friendly warthog came and like had a, a squad of three in the warthog, and they like were driving around. I'm fighting this other mantis, and then like somebody was like coming up to like uh plant a grenade on me or something and so like i'm busy fighting the mantis and this guy's coming up to like board me and plant a grenade so i did like the mantis foot stomp right which is like he just like picks up the foot and slams down and so i did that to kill the guy that was about to kill me and the stupid idiot warthog is like running around right under me while i'm like in battle and and so like i stomp and i blow up this friendly warthog with three guys in it and then like they choose to kick me because in halo you can choose to forgive or punish and Uh. i'm like you guys are freaking idiots. Like I'm freaking like 20 and 0 right now, like killing the other team, like totally winning this game for us. And you kicked me because you're dumb and drove under my stomp. Like you're so stupid. So like people will abuse it. Right. Yeah. Like, but the good thing about it though, is right now as it is like, it would only the abuse would only hurt the people that did it on purpose. Cause you wouldn't give it on the first right. kill. Halo doesn't do it on the first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, it's the second one. And I would even say, like, you still give people the option to decide, like, was that uh, intentional or not? Yeah. Um, and then you can use that information to decide what to do on the second kill, right? Like, the mm-hmm. game, I mean. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah, I definitely wouldn't kick anybody after the first kill just because somebody said it was intentional because people will just yeah, be, be trolls. Yep. But, like, you know? Yeah. Can I talk about this top comment for a second? I just... Makes no sense. So he says, I would like this if the cap for an auto kick is still two. I'd like to be able to forgive accidental team kills. What I would not like is people getting kicked for a single accidental team kill. What? Like, okay. So right now, as it is, you can't get kicked for an accidental team kill on the first one. And the second one, you're automatically kicked. 
So the way that he's seeing it is, oh, well, now the first one you can get kicked. He doesn't want it that way, but he wants the auto kick to still be two. Well, so he's saying so, he says cap for an auto kick is two, but I think what he really means is like the minimum or like the threshold. So you can get so, two. Yeah. So like. And the third you automatically kicked out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That yeah, makes more I, sense. I think basically what he's saying is he doesn't want to give you the choice to kick somebody on the first kill. Um, and basically make make it easier to abuse, right? Yeah. I think that's what he's getting at, but it's basically okay. what you were saying. Yeah, that makes more sense then, because I, what I was reading it as originally was like, like right now, you can't get kicked for the first one, and you automatically get kicked to the second one, so his this system would work not at all with this comment, but I understand that now. Yeah. The other thing I think is funny is like, so one guy says, TKing to avoid interrogation is a legit strategy. Like, I feel like it's very rare, the situations where Cav is interrogating and you can kill your teammate, but you can't kill the Cav. Yeah. Right? Like, if you can shoot your teammate, why don't you just shoot Cav? Yeah. I don't know. I I guess if, like, Cav downed somebody, like, down a long haul or something, and and you couldn't actually see the Cav, but, like, you didn't want to risk it, you know, maybe. Yeah, I could see that. But people always say that, and I'm always like, like it, it makes sense at first, and then you think about it more, and you're like, wait, if you can kill the teammate, why don't you can kill? She's on, she's, she's like on she's, top yeah, of them, like face to face. Yeah, she's like, right there, basically making out. Yes, like whatever. Um, but I think it would be so good to have in Siege, like they have it in Halo, where it's hard to team kill someone. Honestly, like it's not an easy thing to do with grenades, like yeah, and a rocket launcher. But, like, shooting someone, it's not an easy team kill game. With Rainbow Six Siege, with how easy it is, like you were saying, to kill someone, it would be such a good addition to the game. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, in Halo, it's actually kind of hard to kill your teammates. Uh, there's, like, like you said, there's certain situations where it can happen. But, like, in Siege, like, somebody walks in front of a Claymore while an enemy's walking in front of a Claymore and you've got a team kill, right? Like, it, it's just so easy to do. So, fingers crossed. Yes. It's on my wish list. Cool. Along with a lot of other things. Okay. Well, um, thank you for listening. If you like the podcast, um, please subscribe and uh, give us some ratings. And we hope to see you back for the next episode. Um, if you want to follow us, uh, you can find us streaming on YouTube or Twitch. Are you? Do you stream on both or just one? No, I do, do. I do both. You do both. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Find me on Twitch uh, at VG Fiasco. That's VG as in video game fiasco. And then my both Twitch and YouTube are just hello, J U S T H E L O O O. Yep. And actually, I'm the same on YouTube as well. So VG Fiasco, if you're looking for me. Um, and yeah, another segment we would love to start doing is like community feedback and questions. And so if you have like something you want to ask us or like, something you want us to talk about or if you want to correct something we said that was definitely wrong in, in this episode because I'm sure we said wrong stuff, um, you can get to us on Twitter at r6unrenowned. Um, it's pretty much a brand new Twitter account, so don't expect to see a lot there yet, but uh, we hope to interact with you guys there. Um, is that it? Yeah, I think that's everything. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.